I didn't tell anybody in my family. I didn't tell my friends. I acted like I still had a job. So guess what? Nobody would bother me during my work day. You know, I'd be like, I'm at work. I'm at work. Hold on. You know, I'm, though I am at work, I'm not at the job that I was at. Right. So the the key in this transition process was to build up something. And, and thankfully we did. Um, Kingdom Social Media was born, you know, um, while working in corporate America, and then we've been doing this over the last seven years, and I'm grateful to to serve uh, people, and and this is why this show comes about, right? I I want to help people to discover, the develop, and distribute their gifts. So that I was in my development phase. That was a development, a lot of development, and um, I'm just encouraging you um, to to follow these same rules. <laughs> I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons. Yeah. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons. Yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. But David E. Simons. Hey, what's going on? Welcome. This is your host, David D. Simons of How I Discovered My Gift. I'm glad to bring this episode to you today. This is a solo episode, and today we're going to talk about how to go from college to your dream job to your dream. Uh, For me, uh, I think college is a important part of a lot of people's lives today. You see a lot of people going to college, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, not saying that if you don't go to college, there's anything wrong with that either. Uh, they all have their, their value and their benefits. Uh, but what I'm going to talk about today is my journey and how I went from college to my dream job to my dream. And, and I'm still in the dream phase, to be honest. So uh, I'm just going to give some wisdom here. It won't be long. And uh, hope this helps inspire you, whether you're in one of these phases. Maybe you're in uh, college right now thinking, okay, how do I get, how does this bridge to the dream that I have? Maybe you're in a job that you hate right now. How do I get out of that? Or maybe you're building a business and you have a dream that's okay, but you want to transition into your ideal dream. So let's let's get into it. So my story starts... Um, you know, grew up in a strict household. Uh, I won't go through the whole detail. You can get all the detail in episode one, um, where I uh, basically cracked into the system to change my grades and was expelled from high school. Um, so it's not a good start to get into college. Uh, my my freshman year, uh, I miraculously got into uh, Sacramento State University, amongst other schools, to get in for engineering and. Uh, I got in for engineering and I uh, wasn't doing so well in that first year. I was on academic probation um, and second year definitely switched over. I was like, this is not for me. Um, and I knew it. I said, this is not the lane that uh, <clears throat> I feel is best for me, even though that's what my mom desired for me to become an engineer. She always wanted me to become an engineer. Um, I'm learning the whole digital marketing, digital media space 
in my uh, sophomore year, I'm learning about, you know, podcasting way before it became popular. And and I said, well, you know what? This is the route I want to take. So I switched my major early on. And I, I think that's really important for those in, in college that you find a major that really resonates. And obviously, if you're in the sciences, uh, if you're in healthcare, you, I mean, you're straight. All that engineering, you're you're good. You're you're set. Um, <clears throat> but you you should have a major that uh, resonates with you. And I believe that you know college, the value is mainly in the network. That's that's where I found the values: the network, the lifelong relationships, the relationships with the people that you find that you build with. Um, that's the true, true value if you want to really boil it down and, you know, getting to learn some life skills by managing yourself, being self-disciplined, all those things. But here, here's, here's what happened. Um, I graduate in the recession, uh, it's 2009 ish, um, 2008, 2009. I graduate with a digital media degree. I'm working for the department of education, a job, uh, a student assistant job so it doesn't pay much at all <clears throat> they're handling my business doing what i can it's definitely not my dream job nor a job that i i'm grateful i was grateful for that job but uh was not it was not the ideal scenario um so i'm working and uh at the time my brother my late brother kabi um says hey dave uh, you got to check out this guy. He, he came to his graduation. My brother's graduating from CSUB at the time. And uh, the keynote speaker was this guy named Dr. Delatoro McNeil. Dr. Delatoro McNeil comes to speak and um, blows them away. My brother's like, just getting on my case. You got to check him out. You got to check him out. You got to check him out. I'm like, all right. I think I de- delayed for months. And then finally, go. I was, I was listening to Brenda... And Greg Cassie on um, Faith Life Now. It's a podcast. And um, what do you know? This guy, Del Toro, pops up. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. I check out his stuff. And he's talking about, um, uh, the, you know, Copy Between a Dream and a Job. He had this book called, or he has this book called Copy Between a Dream and a Job. I highly recommend that, by the way. I'm reading the book. The book is powerful, it's impactful, it's changing my life. And essentially, it states that you should look for a dream job that you can go into after, you know, when you're deciding to pursue your dream, go into a dream job and then from the dream job, go into your dream. And I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. So I started applying for all kinds of jobs, applied for over 100 jobs in the Sacramento area where I was living. Nothing came about. (coughs) Excuse me. So I end up. Um, just how it all worked. That's a whole nother story, but I ended up moving to, um, I ended up going to New Jersey to visit my uncle and, and family. And while I was there, I was applying for a job. And I'm also at the same time, um, my fiance at the time she was living in Philadelphia. So I, uh, make the couple interviews, go to a couple interviews. I come back to Philadelphia. I come back to, sorry, I come back to uh, Sacramento and they tell me a few days later after arriving that I've got the job. I was like, wow, this is amazing. So I, I uh, basically got the job and I moved across the country from Sacramento, California, all the way to um, New Jersey. 
And that move, I mean, I packed up my whole entire life, said bye to all my friends, tried to get released from my pastor. He didn't want to release me, but shout out to uh, Pastor Godot. Um, I, I ended up leaving and um, it was a transition, you know, and I was like working in a job that was truly my dream. I was like, this is this is a this is surreal. How how am I able to get paid for doing stuff that most people get fired for doing? Being on social media all day, I was doing that and building brands and building building companies and um, I was working with um, highly influential companies like Kraft, Frito Lay, Huggies. I was building their brands um, with the the partnership through through this company called TerraCycle. So <clears throat> what's interesting is this that this is the rule number one in this process is that don't settle uh, no matter what it looks like i had friends that got jobs in you know insurance and you know financial companies nothing wrong with that if you want to go into that but i knew that i would settle i wasn't trying to get a a, a job at uh um new york life that wasn't that wasn't my aim out of college right but that's what my friends were doing and and it was understandable because those were the main jobs that were hiring at that time when all the stuff hit the fan. So <clears throat> rule number one is don't settle. Don't settle. Um, I never settled. And I, uh, though it took me hundreds of job, a hundred, over a hundred job applications moving across the country, I didn't settle. I still stayed for what I wanted to achieve. Number two is to be a rule breaker. Um, and I'm going to explain that. So while I was working at TerraCycle, um, I was, I was doing my thing. I was building systems. I was running an agency while working in this company. <clears throat> I was essentially building a, a, a digital marketing agency to serve all the clients and, and the things I treat, I treated that job and, and owned, owned it. Like it was my business. I, I had systems created for it. I had a process for people to submit, um, whatever they needed. Um, like I was, I was, I was in a flow, um, and I was a one man band. I was running, um, the U S social media marketing as well as managing, uh, 26 other countries. Um, and so that was a, a great, great, uh, experience. Um, and it allowed me to, um, <clears throat> really grow as a, a leader and a person. Um, and I always recommend people, um, jump in and just put all your hands, feet, toe, don't, don't, don't dip in, jump in. Right. So after this experience of, of doing this, I know I knew came coming in that I did not want to work here forever. Right. I came in with the goal of, I'm going to leave in two years. It took me four and a half years. Um, I, while there, I, I broke the rules, like things like this. I, I read this book, Another book, recommended book, I, I highly encourage you uh, to get is the book by, um, it's called The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And in that book, it talks about getting a work-from-home day or getting a work-from-home arrangement. I made a work-from-home agreement. This had not been done in the company's history. Mind you, this is pre-pandemic and all this. This is way back, right? Um I, I got a, I put an arrangement together and I got a day from, to be able to work from home and nobody had had this by this time. I, I put that in and I'm sure I ruffled a lot of feathers and I was approved. It was approved. 
miraculously and uh and it worked and i was working and i wasn't i wasn't abusing it i was i was just working from home handling business and um it, it worked really well so i was breaking rules ethically right i was doing things differently i was there weren't systems so i created systems there weren't there there were things i saw i, I just didn't abide by common sense rules i made my own Right. So that's the principle number two in this process. Um, and then I, I had to do this. I had to I had to realize that, uh, you know, for me to transition, it was going to take an effort. I couldn't just wait for it to happen. Right. So um, I was working on building the business. Uh, I was building a digital marketing agency, which is what we have today. Kingdom Social Media. And I was building it on the side. And eventually what happened is. Um, I hired a coach. I highly recommend this rule number three. Hire a coach whenever you can and whenever you, it's needed, right, for transition, especially transition. So I was transitioning and my coach, I told my coach, I'm going to, um, you know, my goal is to leave and, and run this business and do all this stuff. And and um, for me, that investment was heavy uh, to me, not to everyone else. But at that time, it was heavy for me. And um, I made that investment and um, we got a couple months in and he was just like, yeah, you need to, um, you need to leave your job. Just quit. I'm like, dude, you're crazy. I got a wife. I got responsibilities. I'm not just leaving my job. In fact, I was so pissed. I said, I'm firing you, dude. This is crazy. And he had a clause in there where I couldn't fire him. So I didn't get to fire him and I had to keep him. And, um, but I'm thankful for that push. He pushed me out of my comfort zone. But he said, to, he said to me, he said this to me, he said, David, just ask your wife, what does she think? And I, I didn't want to approach my wife because when we first got married, she saw one of my initial business plans out of, out of, after my graduation from my master's and which is in um, business entertainment. And she's like, mm, I don't think you're an entrepreneur. Like this is this is uh this is horrible, like my plan. And it was to her to her her defense. It was a pretty horrible plan, um, but she saw that and was like ah. So I had in my mind that no way I can tell her about this. She's not gonna she's not gonna see this. Uh, it's not gonna make sense. But I tell her about my plan, and she's like, if God tells you to do it, I'm, I'm with it. I'm like what? And so here's what happened. I, she had been uh, she had been convinced by my um, discipline, right? So um, what what ended up, what ended up happening is that I was working uh, for six months. I was working on my business and the job at the same time. Um, so I time block. This is rule number three: time block your grind. Uh, I was working on the business from, uh, yeah, from the, from the, on the business from about 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. And from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. I'm, um, commuting, which I'm still handling some business things and things that I was taking the train from Philly to Trenton. And then from nine to 12, I was honoring my job from 12, 12 to one. I was taking business appointments from one to five. I'm honoring my job from five to six. I'm commuting again, handling calls and all that stuff from six to eight i'd have dinner hang out with my wife <clears throat> from eight to twelve i worked on my business this was my life for tw uh, for six months most people won't have the discipline to do that 
that's what it takes. You had a time block to grind. And so when you think about it, right, I worked eight hours in my job and I worked eight hours in my business, 16 hour days regularly, right? So this is the reality. Nobody wants to talk about what it takes, but it takes everything. It's going to demand you to sleep less and work harder. It's going to demand, especially if you're transitioning, right? Um, it's going to demand a lot out of you. So um, when this opportunity came, I told I told my coach, what my wife said, and he's just like, wow, this is great. So we started game planning even better. Like, how am I going to, you know, position this? How am I going to do this? And what ended up happening is I was let go from corporate America. They let me go. They don't really, I don't really know what it was. I assume it's probably because of my entrepreneurial uh, push, drive, I'm assuming, right? Um, but uh, I'm grateful for that. It was one of the best things that happened to me. And and then so let me tell you what I did the next six months. So here's, here's a mistake when people transition. They tell everybody uh, transitioned. This is what I did. I didn't tell anybody in my family. I didn't tell my friends. I acted like I still had a job. So guess what? Nobody would bother me during my work day. You know, I'd be like, I'm at work. I'm at work. Hold on. You know, I'm, though I am at work, I'm not at the job that I was at. Right. So the, the key in this transition process was to build up something. And, and thankfully we did. Um, Kingdom Social Media was born, you know, um, while working in corporate America. And then we've been doing this over the last seven years. And I'm grateful to to serve uh, people. And, and this is why this show comes about, right? I, I want to help people to discover the develop and distribute their gifts. So that I was in my development phase. That was a development, a lot of development. And um, I'm just encouraging you um, to, to follow these same rules. One, don't settle. Two, uh, be a rule breaker and three time block your grind. That's what you got to do. And if you're going to do this right to, for those of my people who are leaving, um, to get the job, here's the three things you need to do to, to get, to, to get out of your job. If that's in the state you're in one, make a decision, a set a date and a time, just put a date on paper, uh, and, and make it realistic that you're going to leave. That's what I did. I did it multiple times, but it eventually happened. Two, write that plan out. Three, get to work. That's it. Get to work. So thank you for listening to the show today. We hope to catch you in the next episode. I appreciate you all. Be blessed. Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discover My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called the Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats and amazing spoken word over it, and I'd love to give that to you as a free gift as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast.david, the middle initial D, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S.com, and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode. How I Discover My Gift with David D. Simons is proud 
to be of the amazing and illustrious Alive Podcast Network.